Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And today we are going to do my first mock draft of the year utilizing my draft tool, my perfect fantasy draft. I got to tell you, man, it goes pretty well. I'm pretty happy with the results. Definitely want to check it out. So here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast, starring a guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship, Jimmy Maverick. Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And today we're going to do our first mock draft of 2021 using my my perfect fantasy draft, my draft tool to help select players. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But before we begin that, I just want to remind you, if you haven't done so already, please like this video. Uh, please leave a comment down below if you got any uh, comments or questions about how the whole thing went. Um, likewise, uh, please share with your friends and please subscribe if you haven't done so already I do appreciate it so um like I said I I'm just uh, I'm super excited this this is this is kind of like my passion project and and this is uh I believe the fifth season that I've been uh, that I've had this app now and each year I do improvements on it and, and make it a little bit better um uh, and I, I one thing it's really done for me is it's really helped with the draft process and the reason why I created this app is because it was there was a lot of information I wanted to know that there was nowhere to get that information uh, in any sort of coherent form. I, I remember I used to build these like uh, ridiculous spreadsheets. Really, they were just stupid. They were just so out of sight. And, and I'd spend all this time on them. And then come draft day, I would make critical errors, critical mistakes that I shouldn't have made. And it just doomed my team from the beginning. Um, now, uh, since I've created this app, everything goes much better. It's much more planned out. Uh, it, it, the app just basically walks you through round and round. We're going to show you how to do it today, how it's done today. Um, and, and like I said, uh, so let's just get right to it. Um, this is my website, fantasyfootballmaverick.com. So I invite you to go there. That is where the app is located. It exists on the website. You can access it from any web-connected device. So it's not something you're going to find on the Apple Store or the Play Store. Uh, it's on my website. It's a web-based app. Uh, so uh, that's all you need to know. And it does scale to whatever size screen you're on. And today we are going to do a, a mock draft. We're going to do a draft simulator um, on Fantasy Pros. So I've got it set up for a half PPR, 12-team league, picking from the first position. I, I always call it the first pick, man. It's the blessing and the curse. If you nail that first pick, you nail the team. But if you screw up, your, your, your team is doomed. It's not quite that bad, but it's close. And <laughs> Anybody that happened to be unfortunate enough to take either Saquon or CMC last year, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it was a rough year last year. Last year was tough. Uh, but it's going to be better this year. I'm telling you, I'm super excited about what's going on right now. Uh, super excited that it's just a regular preseason this year. Isn't it wonderful? It, it's a, you never realize how much you miss this stuff until it's not there anymore. Um, this is going to be a you know, pretty uh, typical setup. we got one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end. Uh, defense and six bench slots. That's what we're going to go with. Um, I, I For position values, I did put running back position as high because running backs, they come off the board faster than any other position in the early rounds. Uh, we got to be sure that we are properly representing that. So um, let's go ahead and we're going to start the draft. And 
what you want to do is is from my from my webpage, you just click on my perfect fantasy draft to go there. And when it when you log in, it asks you three questions. So the first question is is how does your league score points? So in this case, we're going to do half point PPR. Uh, do you want to engage Jimmy's recommended player filters? For the case of this, I'm going to say no, just so we see all the players on the board. So I'm going to say no here. And then do you want to enter draft mode? Um, we're going to do this, but I, I just want to give you a quick uh, tour around the block, uh, so to speak. So we're just going to skip this for right now. But you can see here it's already loaded in the list. And this is a pretty typical top 250 list that you're used to, uh, sorted by what I call the EDP, expected draft position. I consider it a little bit more accurate than the average draft position, which tends to be a lagging indicator. Uh, so my most important, that's one of the things I really focus on. Uh, in the offseason is where are players going in the draft and that's where I want them ranked because that's when I need to consider that's that will let me know when I need to consider taking them and are they worth the pick um, but you can also see you've got a value rank here uh, the player name you've got the outlook rating the reliability and consistency is over here you also have their bye week and their projected points again calculated based on how your league scores points versus uh, against their projected stats and um, when it comes to the VORC score, which I've talked about in my other things, it's, it's these four columns. It's the value, the outlook, reliability, and consistency. Um, you'll also see up here you got position filters. And for those of you that have used my app before, there used to be a tab here called Rookies. I've taken that out because under the player filters, there is now a section called Show Me Only. And so if you want to look at the uh, just rookies, you just go to Show Me Only, and then you can click Rookies. And there you go. There's all the rookies, and you can kind of see quickly which ones I like the best. Uh, there's a, I got four designated as breakouts this year, uh, so that's kind of a, that's kind of cool. Uh, but this also allows you to. We're going to be able to run different strategies using these filters. Like, let's say we want to do a youth movement um, as far as our draft goes. So we just take rookies and sophomores. We only show those players and we draft off that list. Um, that's something we're going to do in the future. Today, we're just going to do a standard draft. We're going to look for the best players at each round. And I know typically in the past, I've, I've done the, the, it's called robust running back. You know, the first three rounds, you take running backs. It makes sense because um, in the first three rounds, once you get past round three, um, all of the RB1s and twos are gone. So basically the, the, the top 20, 20 or more running backs will be gone by the, by the start of the fourth round. Um, all the top 50 value running backs will absolutely be gone. So um, it makes sense to start with that. But really, I'm, I'm kind of changing my strategy this year where I want to do a balanced strategy. And most importantly, I want to get myself one of those elite tight ends. Um, Darren Waller, I've talked about, is one of my favorites this year. If I can get him in the third round in drafts, I'm probably going to take him in every case I can uh, just because um, the, the, the upside available in that position and what is an extremely thin position uh, where someone that only gets, you know, 42 catches can be the wide the tight end four uh, like Robert Tanyan was last year. I don't think it was quite that bad, but it was pretty close. Um, but, uh, you know, to get someone that you know is going to get like 130 targets at a minimum and probably more uh, on a team that doesn't have a lot of receiving options, that's what I want. You know, that's what I'm looking for. So uh, you've got all these different player filters you can use to, to uh, customize your list. It's, it's very fun to kind of play with these uh, to see what they look like. Like, you know, you want to take out all the injured players. Oh, well, you just go to the injury issue. You click that and you can see that the, the little red crosses have disappeared from the list. 
And uh, also like when you go, you can eliminate um, them, either all of them, or you can eliminate them up to a certain ADP. So if I wanna just eliminate the injury issues in the top 50, I click that. But if we go past 50, like you'll see here's Cortland Sutton, James Conner, uh, Zach Moss. These are guys with injury designations right now after pick 50. So that's a very nice way to, to customize your draft list. Um, but down here below that, we've got draft mode, which was the thing that we asked when, when, you, when you first come into the app. So we're going to set it to a 12 team pick number one. Let's enter draft mode. And you can, what happens is, is that the screen changes and it adds these tabs. And this represents each round of your draft. And obviously we get the, the each two in a row at each um, point in, in the draft during the course of this after our first pick. Um, we got some recommend, recommendations down here, which I'm going to minimize. And then you got the player list down below. Now, um, this is just the top 12, but if we look at the first round, you can see here, if we sort by EDP, you're gonna see all the players between pick one and pick 26, all right? And so that is, uh, that's basically all the players that are expected to go before our second pick, for the most part. There's a couple here that will make it to our next pick. You can see these little hands here. These are the reaches. These are the guys most likely to make it to the, to the next round pick. Um, but you will also see something called long shots, which are players that, um, are, are maybe available at your pick, but most likely will not. Less than a 50-50 shot is what it comes down to. Now, who am I recommending as my number one player this year? And I know CMC is at the top of the list. Certainly CMC's outlook looks very, very good. Um, but for me, Dalvin Cook is the number one best player. And it's just because I, I think the outlook's a little better. Um, you know, Christian McCaffrey's got a new, new quarterback, Sam Darnold, how good is he gonna be? Um, you know, certainly McCaffrey is going to get the volume, uh, but it, it, it remains to be seen. I, I think the Vikings are going to be overall a much better team uh, than Carolina. Uh, but anyway, Cook would be my first choice. Uh, so we're going to select Cook for our first pick. And, and one of the, all right, I just needed to make the window just a little bit bigger here uh, so that it would show this in the proper format so we can see all the positions and who's available and, and um, you know, keep track of that. But what we're going to utilize with our tool is the queue. And the queue is really great. You should use it no matter what because it's gonna keep you from missing players that you really should be paying attention to. Now, um, if we go to my app and we click on the second round, um, what, we're gonna, what you're gonna see here is it's recommending Darren Waller, J.K. Dobbins, Miles Sanders as, as the top three recommends, but you can see here that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Najee Harris, and D.K. Metcalf all rate better, but they have this gun next to them, which means that they are long shots. They're long shots to make it to our next pick. But if they made it, I absolutely would take it because they score more Vork points than Waller, Dobbins, or Sanders. Now, I've talked about Waller as kind of like my primary target as a third round pick, um, and we will take him here in the third round, but let's go ahead and set up some of these uh, names on the queue. So we've got CEH and Najee. So where are they? They're CGH, Najee. We got DK Metcalf, who um, is also right here. Um, so we, we've got our queue going, and then we can queue up the ones that, that most likely would follow us. We got Dobbins and Sanders and Waller. So let's go, um, let's go Dobbins, Sanders, and we've got uh, Waller, 
down here. So we will go with that. And, and you can see these are the guys that rate highest with the VORC score. So the, the value, outlook, reliability, and consistency that I've talked about in my app, um, they score points based on how they do on each of those four categories. And then those points are added up. That gives you your VORC score. And if, if you look, any player that scores more than 40 VORC points, I think is a good choice, is a good choice. So you can see you got tons of options here with players scoring more than 40 VORC points. But I also like to say, stay away from these players that don't score well on the VORC points. And, and why don't they score well? Well, they might have a poor outlook or they have a poor value. I mean, when we're talking pick 24, 25, and you got guys on here with value at 46, 54, 50, well, obviously they're terrible choices for this round. They'll be better on the next round. And some of these guys will, will, will make it to the next round. We got you know guys like Mike Davis, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen. These guys will, will, will be long shots on the next round, but they will, you will see that their score will be much better because we'll be another 24 picks down the board. Uh, but these are the top six right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to select our guy. We're going to start out with Dalvin Cook, give ourselves a stud star running back as our number one overall pick. And then, of course, it's going to run very quickly. Through all, and you can see, oh, look at that. Look at what happened there. All three of our long shots did not make it to our pick. And, and that's, that's to be expected. That does happen. Um, so here we are. We are at uh, we're we at the next pick. We got Dobbins and Sanders still on here. Um, you know what I want to look at? I want to look at wide receivers. Who rates as the best wide receivers? Uh, DK Metcalf's obviously gone, but we've got uh, Terry McLaurin, Keenan Allen. Both these guys, you know, their value score is fair value for where we're at, but not outstanding. You know, and 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 I tend to find that there are some good value players good value wide receivers available later. So I kind of like the idea of maybe going running back, running back, take Waller with our third pick, and then we can go wide receiver, wide receiver on the next round. And who could we get on the next round? Well, if we look in the fourth, fifth round, what kind of wide receivers can we get? And you can see here, well, C.D. Lamb's a long shot. C.D. Lamb is the one I would want. Uh, but you can see his value at 33 is great relative to the draft position, whereas those, those other guys they were only a little bit more valuable, but they would require a second round pick to take. But we got CD Lamb, we got Cooper Cup, who's a favorite of mine. A again, excellent value. You got Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson, those guys are more fair value players. Um, but there's, there's some good options in the next round. And, and actually that's what we need to do is we need to set up our list for the next round. So uh, you can see here, it's also recommending a quarterback if we wanna go Kyler Murray. I'm, I'm very big on Kyler Murray this year because of the contract year. Um, plus all the weapons on that offense. It's going to be a productive offense. Um, but uh, And you can see here a running back, Chase Edmonds. Uh, if we wanted to go and take a third running back, we could take someone like Chase, Chase Edmonds at this point. Um, let's set up some of these guys on cue. So uh, I definitely want to get CeeDee Lamb and Cooper Cup on there. So let's, let's go to our wide receivers. Oh, and look, you can see there's a bunch of receivers here well okay we got to look at this a little bit more deeply so uh but we got cd lamb we got cooper cup we've got um tyler lockett uh, who who really mm, i mean these guys they're, they're they're good they're fine as far as their scores go just uh they don't blow me away you also got Cortland sutton here um who is a reach uh and for the fourth and fifth round so he might be available in our sixth round pick which I would greatly appreciate getting him there as he's a top 50 value player. Let's put Lockett and Johnson on there as well. Uh, let's see here. We've got uh, Lockett 
and we got um, Johnson. Okay, so let's go back. Let's go. Let's go look at these wide receivers um, for the second and third round, and we can see here as far as. Who, else? Who is there? So we got Justin Jefferson and Michael Thomas. So Michael Thomas doesn't score great. You know, he's still dealing with an injury, so I'm going to stay away from him. Uh, he'll be better once we remove that injury designation. He'll be much higher. Um, and Justin Jefferson, I know, is a re is a, um, a regression candidate, which I want to stay away from. Uh, he, is, he was a long shot to make it here to this round, uh, but he did make it. Uh, you know, and then we, you know, we talked about Keenan Allen and Allen Robinson, those guys are, uh, you know, there's Keenan Allen, he's really good. Allen Robinson, again, fine choice. Uh, but again, value doesn't really blow me away. So, uh, like I said, let's go ahead, let's take ourselves one of these uh, running backs. And of these two, you know, I think they're both good, but just the fact that, that Dobbins is on a run-first team, um, he's going to be the primary back. I, I know there's talk right now of Todd Gurley being signed to the team. I'm not worried about Todd Gurley. He He's not a factor anymore. Um, you know, Miles Sanders has a – there's a bunch of running backs that were signed to this team, but they're all garbage. They're, they're not going to take away anything from Miles Sanders. So, um, you know, it's kind of a tough call. Uh, let's just look at those running backs one more time. And, you know, in a, in a normal draft, we've got time between the picks. And that's what I usually end up doing is I end up talking this stuff all out as, I, as I'm in a live draft. But because this one just zips you to the next, next draft, we've got to do everything all before that. Uh, now, let's see here. So J.K. Dobbins, value rank is 23, so he's fair value here. Nice upward trend in usage, five-star, high reliability, four out of ten on consistency, which is not surprising given last year's usage. Miles Sanders scored better on consistency but worse on reliability, uh, also has a five-star rating. Uh, does not rate as well for value. Is a little bit overvalued for us right here. Um, you can also see there's David Montgomery here. He scores well, but, again, his value is, is not great. He's not a great second-round pick. Um, you got Chris Carson. Chris Carson might be one we, we, sh we should consider here too. Um, his value is the best, only a little better than Dobbins. Obviously, his reliability isn't as good. You know what? I'm going to stick with the high reliability. I'm going to stick with Dobbins on this pick. So let's just go with that. We'll take Dobbins, and we're going to take Waller, and then we're going to get our wide receivers. Where's Waller? And you can see Kittle is still on the board. Okay, so Kittle, if we look here, Kittle does not score great. His value is not good. Um, you know, he's a top 50 value player, but we're sitting here at, at pick number 24, so he's not a good choice for that. Plus, uh, low reliability, he's missed a lot of time. Whereas Waller is high reliability. That's what I want. Season long, you got to stay away from the low reliability guys. They're, they're really very, very risky, and they almost always never end up paying off. I want, I want reliable guys, and uh, this gives us an awesome positional advantage at the tight end position. Um, so I'm very happy with that, and it's going to zoom us to the next round. And, oh, you can see here, uh, okay, so C.D. Lamb did not make it back to us. He got taken. That's too bad. Um, but Cooper Cup is available. Deontay Johnson is still available. So it looks like Tyler Lockett was taken too. Um, those are two fine choices for our wide receiver one and wide receiver two. I, I kind of love that. I mean, if we look at these players right now on the wide receiver list, um, you know, Cooper Cup, 39th overall. So he's about a, a full round of value for taking him. And Deontay Johnson is 44th. So he's fair value. Um, so both these guys... Um, 
look look very good. You know, they're both three-star outlook, both high reliability players. That's super important for me. Um, obviously, Cup is more consistent than Deontay. Um, and, and, and the, you know, one of the big knocks against Deontay is it's a very crowded receiver core, you know, cause you got Juju and you also have chase there. Uh, but the volume is solid. Uh, we also have, you know, okay. Again, Cortland is the long shot. I don't think we're going to worry about that. Uh, if we look at the running backs and remember how I said after the third round, all the top 50 value running backs are gone. And you can see, look at how terrible the value ranks are. Look at this, look at this. Ronald Jones, value rank 97th. We're at pick 48, 97th overall. And this is when we would need to take him if we want to get him because he's he's not going to make it to the next round. But you, none of these guys are top 50. You know, you've got Chase Edmonds at 61. You got Mike Davis at 66. And Travis Etienne at 65. Those are the three best. Everyone else is in the 70s and 80s. Uh, but all these guys overvalued by like two rounds or more. So again, this is the sacrifice you make by not taking the, the running backs early. But again, I'm much happier that I have Waller as opposed to maybe Sanders, you know, who probably would have been the other guy that I would have taken as my third running back. Um, I'm, I'm totally fine with where we're at. And we definitely need our, our wide receivers. I think both Deontay Johnson and um, Cooper Cup offer us the upside. So let's let's look to the next round and kind of see who are the top players in the next for the sixth, seventh pick? We got Brandon Cooks. I love Brandon Cooks. He offers a tremendous amount of uh, value for that pick, which is very nice, just outside the top 50. DJ Chark, a, a high upside guy, I really like. Of course, I like Travis. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I, I like uh, Trevor Lawrence as well. Pair those two guys up. I kind of like that. Cortland Sutton is actually not a long shot. So we have a good chance to get Sutton top 50 value player at pick six. I love, love that. So um, let's let's go ahead and get those receivers on there. But I want to look at the other positions too. So Cooks, Shark. Uh, so let's see here. There's Shark. Uh, there's Cooks. And who else was the other guy? Oh, Logan Thomas. Okay, we don't need to worry about a tight end. We don't need a tight end. Uh, but let's look at the running backs. So, you know, again, look, I mean, again, it's just awful, awful value. Uh, now, I, I do kind of like the idea of going Michael Carter, uh, the, New Jersey, uh, the, the New Jersey Jets. The New York Jets uh, running back. I, I do like his outlook. Um, you know, Kenyon Drake, not a recommend. Ronald Jones, uh, again, is a long shot. Not as bad a pick here at the 6th, 7th, as opposed to at the 4th, 5th. Um, Trey Sermon, that's another high upside player. You can see his value, his value is terrible, but he plays behind a low reliability player uh, in, in Raheem Mostert. That's a, you know, again, it's a speculative pick. James Conner is another guy who I actually like. You know, he's injured right now, but he is a recommend. Low reliability player, but... Great offense, great opportunity, and I think he could benefit from having a little bit less of a workload than the workhorse load they were giving him at uh, at the Steelers. So, um, you know, there are some options here. I think we should absolutely get ourselves a third running back. Um, of these three, clearly, uh, you know, I, I think Connor and Carter are probably the best options. Uh, I'd probably take Carter since he is actually healthy. But let's let's put those three guys. So we got Carter, Connor, and Sermon on our list. So uh, let's add him, Connor, Sermon, and uh, Carter. There he is. 
All right, and then on the wide receivers, we've got Cooks and Chark. Did I put them on? I did. I did put Cooks and Chark on. Um, and then let's look. You know, obviously, we've got some – we've got quarterbacks. I usually wait. I want to be the last person in the league to take my quarterback uh, because there's so many good ones. There's so much great depth. I mean, you got you got Tom Brady. you got Ryan Tannehill. You, you've got Trevor Lawrence, who I love. Uh, you know, th those are three guys that I, I'm, I'm very big on. Matthew Stafford, I think, is in a fantastic situation. So there's really good guys available. You don't need to spend a premium on taking a quarterback early. Load up on those running backs and wide receivers. That's what you really need to take in these early rounds. So I think we're good. So let's go ahead and, and take our Cooper Cup and our Deontay Johnson. And we're going to let it zoom to the next. And you can see none of the guys we highlighted were taken. That's perfect. So uh, I think that's that's very good for us. We're, we're in a good situation here. Let's kind of review the team. So we've got our five key pieces right now. Cook, Dobbins, Cup, Johnson, and Waller. That's a really nice core. I'm really, really happy with that core. We still need a flex. Um, and then, you know, we're going to start filling out our bench. Defense will be right towards the end, probably one of the last two picks. And, of course, our quarterback, I'd like to go till round 10 before taking the quarterback, but we'll, we'll see what's happening here. You can see a, a bunch more quarterbacks came off the board there. So, you know, if we wanted to take Brady, um, you know, now would probably be the time to take him. Um, I'm, I'm comfortable waiting if we want to go with maybe Tannehill or Stafford. Uh, so let's, let's go ahead and uh, let, let's uh, go back to the app. Let's look for the eighth, ninth round. We're going to set up for, for who's available in the next round. So who's it recommending? Recommending LaVisca Chenault. Love LaVisca Chenault. Again, I'm a, I'm a buff, so I'm, I'm biased, but I love his upside. Um, again, there's the tight end, Logan Thomas. We don't need to worry about him. Marquise Hollywood Brown is recommended here, and uh, that's an interesting choice. I'm, um, if we look at the wide receivers, let's see how he rates. So, uh, oh, and look, he's a reach. So we could, I would not take him here. But if he makes it in the next round, we, we should consider it. Uh, you know, value, top 100 value will be at the 120s on the next pick. So uh, I kind of like that. Um, here's uh, Devonta Smith, uh, who's a breakout designation. But you can see that the, who's got the best value for wide receivers? LaVisca. I love LaVisca. So let's, uh, let's get LaVisca and Devonta and um, Hollywood on the on on our queue. So I'll just go down here. And there's LaVisca. And there's Devonta. Devonta Smith, by the way, not Devon, Devonte Parker. Um, and uh, who else is down there? Who else? Uh, oh, Hollywood. All right, there's Marquise Brown right there. Okay. And let's look at the other positions. Um, so, you know, we obviously should, should look at running backs here. Not a lot of great options. Again, look at the value, just terrible. But again, we're looking at more backup positions, guys that can be relevant should someone in front of them get injured. Um, you know, Naheem Hines is, is rating. And again, Vork score, I like to have at least 40 Vork points. And you can see none of these guys are offering any Vork, Vork points. And, and, and so... They're just not really good options. These are backup options as best, handcuffs for the most part. Uh, Kenyon Drake does show top 100 value, high reliability guy. You know, he's not a recommend, um, but why don't we put him, let's just put him on the queue. And we 
as those running backs, not as quarterbacks. Uh, all right, so let's see here. Where is Kenyon Drake? Why am I not seeing him? I hate when I get the, the, the blindness. Let's see here. Kenyon Drake, let's put him on the queue. And we can also just see who's who's still sitting on the board here. So there, there are some interesting options here. Look at this, James Robinson. Um, yeah, not really any of these other guys are, are, are blowing me away. Uh, but let's, let's, and one of the nice things you can do on the app is you can restore a player onto the list to see how they, how they rate up against other players. I'm sorry, there's a little bug in here. Um, but if we go and we take, uh, if we look at James Robinson, who I think is, yeah, see, he, he would be down here because he should have already been taken, but we can restore him onto the list. And you can see he scores pretty, I mean, he only scores 34 points, but, uh, you know, value rank 82nd overall, that's not bad relative to our, actually, that's positive value. Shoot, James Robinson, let's take him and, um, yeah, I like that. So we got James Robinson. Let's go back to my queue here. So let's see here. For this round, we definitely should take James Robinson. I, I, I like that. I like that option. Um, for the wide receivers, for the 6'7", let's see here. So... Brandon Cooks is 55th overall. Chark is 57th overall. Which one has more upside? I think Chark definitely does. Cooks, it's just such an awful team, right? Um, but they're both essentially almost valued exactly the same. Cooks is higher reliability than Chark. Um, higher consistency. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but it's, 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 it's going to be a worse quarterback. So I'm going to go with the upside. I'm going to go with Chark as my, as my wide receiver. And I'm going to go, go ahead and take James Robinson as my running back. All right. So you can see here, going to the next round, look at this. James Conner, Trey Sermon, LaVisca Chenault, Kenyon Drake, they all made it to our pick. Love that. I kind of like the idea of going with Conner and Chenault. Um, you know, again, when we, when we looked at the eighth, ninth round, which is where we're at right now, Chenault's value 69th overall fantastic value. I love that. Um, and you know, as far as, uh, as far as Connor goes, uh, James Connor, where are you on this list? How did I not see that? Oh, he should already be gone, but he's not. Look at that. James Connor, 27 work points, not great, but here we are at pick number 96 and he is, um, either, are we at the eighth pick? Sometimes I lose track. Yeah, we're at the eighth pick. Oh, man, this is great. I kind of love this. Now, what about Javante Williams? I see him sitting here. I'm really not interested at all in Javante. Javante is a player for 2021 or 2022, next season, after, uh, after Melvin Gordon is gone. Melvin Gordon is not going to get re-signed by the Broncos. It's going to be Javante next, next year. But this year, at best, you're talking – I'm thinking at best he's probably going to be like a Jamal Williams kind of player. He'll be uh, involved. He'll get probably about 150 touches and targets, uh, but that's about it. So uh, not someone I want to I want to take. But Connor has a real chance to have a significant role 
uh, as long as he can stay healthy, you know. And so I, I kind of like the idea of going with Connor and LaVisca. You know, obviously we got the upside of Trey Sermon as well. Uh, I'm just thinking that that Sermon is, is a risk. And Kenyon Drake is not really someone that thrills me. I'm really not. I'm not going to do anything to try to go get Kenyon Drake. It's just not something that's going to happen. But but uh, let's see here. I, I do like Connor. I do like LaVisca. Let's look at the next round of players for the 10th, 11th round, and let's set up our queue. So you can see here, top-rated player, Cole Beasley, Matt Ryan, if we wanted to go quarterback, J.D. McKissick at running back. I think that's a great option. And one more thing I want to look at, actually, is let's look at quarterbacks. Look, I don't think any quarterbacks were taken – during the, the previous thing. So Brady's still there. Tannehill, Stafford. Okay, now, if we want one of these guys, we should take them. And, and so if we look at my roster right now, I've got, uh, I've got three running backs. i got three wide receivers. So I would definitely take another running back here. I, I, let's take Connor. And why don't we take our quarterback? Now, of those three quarterbacks, if we're looking at the quarterbacks, um, who rates the best? Uh, Stafford. There, Stafford. There's Tannehill, and uh, then how about Brady? Brady's at the top. Even with the injury designation, he scores over 40 work points. That's pretty darn good. Uh, you know, you can't deny the fact that um, Tampa Bay is going to be a good offense this year. They've got some good weapons. So let's go ahead. Let's take our let's take our quarterback. I know it's a little earlier than I wanted to, but that's just kind of how the draft went. So let's let's take Brady, and we'll take Connor as our next running back. So we now have four running backs, which is great. And, and really, based on this sort of roster construction, uh, we don't really need to get um, – we only need to get, like, one more wide receiver. Uh, what I like to say is it's the number of wide receiver slots plus the number of flex spots plus one. It's the number of receivers that you need on your team. Um, every other spot – Needs to be a running back. You don't. You don't get a second. Don't get yourself a second tight end. Don't get yourself a second quarterback. Don't get yourself a second defense or kicker. Every other bench slot needs to be running backs, and you need to go with high upside running back plays. So uh, we're all set now on our on two key positions. Let's see who is. Let, let's see. Uh, oh, on our queue. Did we not do our queue? Shoot, we didn't do our queue. Tenth round. Let's look at the tenth round. So again, it's recommending Cole Beasley. That would be an actually that would be an excellent choice for our fourth wide receiver. Uh, Cole Beasley value rank in the top 100. You know, we're talking a low end flex value. Um, I, I kind of like that. So so we got we got Beasley. Um, let's just go down to the wide receivers. Uh, is he still there? Uh, he might already be gone. Let's take a look here. Yeah, he was already taken. Darn it. I hate when that happens. Let's see who's on who's available. So we got some, you know, we got Waddle, Rookie, Mooney. That that one's that one's maybe pop Nicole. I love the upside of McCole. I'm I'm always seduced by it. <laughs> it hasn't paid off yet, but you know, um, Sammy Watkins is gone. He's gone. Maybe something's going to happen this year on that offense for him. I kind of like that. I kind of like McCall, uh, taking McColl as our uh, as our fourth wide receiver. None of these other guys are really super thrilling me. Let's let's look at the list for wide receivers. So we got, we got Cole Beasley, 
Michael Gallup, uh, not a top 100 value, though. Mike Williams, that's another one that actually is very interesting to me. Mike Williams, where is he? Should be here. Maybe he's already gone. Let's see here. Ah, he's already gone too. Darn it, darn it, darn it. Okay. That's okay. I like McColl. Um, so let's look at the running backs. And again, you know, when we're talking running backs at this point, you're looking at upside. You're looking at the potential for them to get a larger role. Uh, that's what you're looking at. J.D. McKissick. Now, right now, you know, the big news this week was Antonio Gibson was complaining about his toe, which was injured last year during the season. It's still lingering. It's a lingering issue for him. He didn't have any surgery done on it. And that might be a bad thing for him, but it might be a great thing for J.D. McKissick. I, I, I kind of love the idea of taking J.D. McKissick. You know, value is outside the top 100, which isn't great. But, um, you know, again, I, I think it's uh, – I think he's a good choice. Look, uh, Latavius Murray is still there. There's McKissick, right? Um, let's look at Latavius. Let's, let's restore him because I know he's not on this list. Let's see here, Latavius Murray. Let's restore him. No, he doesn't score well at all. Um, again, value ranked terrible, 143rd. Um, uh, who else is now? Daryl Henderson, James White, uh, both those guys, very interesting. Daryl Henderson's gone. That's too bad. James White's still there, but I'm not really, I'm not interested in him. I'm not, he's not going to do anything. Um, I think we got our choices here. I think McColl and, and, and J.D. McKissick should be our choices here. And if we look at our... Let's look at our roster right now. So uh, that's going to give us our fourth wide receiver. So we can use our final three bench slots on running backs. So that's cool. Kind of bummed that Daryl Henderson is gone. But uh, let's look at the next round and see what we got. So it's, uh, oh, it's recommending McColl for the next round, too. They're saying he could possibly make it to the next round. Let's look at that and see how, how deep is he on the list right now on the wide receivers. No, he's not going to make it to the next round. That's not going to happen. Um, who else do we got? Oh, Daniel Jones, we want to go quarterback. Ryan Fitzpatrick for quarterback. Okay, we don't need to look at those. Running backs, let's see here. Who do we got? We got Sony Michelle, Rashad Penny, Tevin Coleman, Marlon Mack. Ugh, God, awful. Okay, uh, wide receivers. Uh, not a lot of options here. Oh, these are just terrible, terrible options. There were some names on here that I saw that – that were interesting. We've got uh, is Russell Gage is still there. Gabriel Davis is still there. Those, those guys, those guys will probably make it to the next round. I'm wondering if maybe we can wait. Um, I, I'm, I'm like be totally okay with taking Russell Gage on the next round and getting another running back this round besides J.D. McKissick. I mean, Latavius we could take. Again, it's just basically – um, insurance. Who else do we have here? God, ugh, these are just terrible. Daryl Williams is another one I like, but he he's someone we could probably get on the next round. Why don't we go for the cuff? The the cuff of uh, Kamara and JD McKissick, and then we will look. And next round we can get a we can get a wide receiver. And we can hopefully get someone like Daryl Williams. I love that idea. Or or Joshua Kelly, I think, would be a good choice too. So um, let's let's go ahead and do that. So this round, we're gonna take uh, JD McKissick, 
and we're going to take Latavius. Let's see how many of these guys make it to the next round. Whoa, look at that. McCole Hartman did make it to the next round. <laughs> Just as my app predicted. That was nice. Okay. I didn't think he would make it. But we are sitting here with our roster construction. We have two bench slots and the defense left. So I like the idea of going and getting our defense. And, and one of the things about defenses here is they, they go pretty late. So we can still get ourselves. Look at that. We can get the Steelers. Let's take, let's take the Steelers. And as far as who do I want off this list, you know, I really like Russell Gage. I love his upside since Julio's not there. Um, who do I like better, Hardman or Gage? Let's see here. If, if, we, if we look at him on the app, we're at pick number 12. So let's look at the wide receivers. So Hardman, okay, and uh, is Gage, yeah, Gage was already supposed to be gone, but let's look at, okay, so Gage rates better than Hardman, significantly better. Even though his value isn't as good, I think the upside is better. Um, you know, they're, they're both fairly inconsistent, high reliability players, but Russell Gage, contract year, it is a contract year for McColl too, but, but, Contract year two years from now. Um, breakout designation. Okay, I like the idea. Let's go with Gage, and uh, we'll go with Gage, and we'll go with the Steelers. So let's take Gage, and we'll take the Steelers. Graft. And look at that. Darrell Williams did make it to our last pick again. He is the backup to CEH. And, and really, um, he's the only other guy, man. They're, they're, he's the only other guy. So, uh, and we could also take Gabriel Davis, but I'm not going to take another wide receiver. So let's go ahead and take Gerald Williams. I'm interested to see what Fantasy Pros thinks of this team. This is going to be interesting because I think this roster construction is rock solid. Uh, I mean, geez, look at our starters. Brady, Dalvin Cook, and J.K. Dobbins. Cooper Cup and Deontay Johnson. Darren Waller's a tight end. DJ Chark's our flex. Pittsburgh is our defense. Um, and, and our bench is deep. Look at that. We got James Robinson, James Conner, J.D. McKissick, Latavius Murray, and Russell Gage, plus Daryl Williams. So let's go ahead and we'll just take him. We'll just finish this thing up, man. I'm pretty happy. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to see what we'll, they'll give it. Yeah. Yes. That's how you do it. That's how it's done. A minus, 91 out of 100. They love my team. That is nice to see. Um, although sometimes we have disagreements, but that, that's a great way to build it. Look at that. For, for overall and for starters, I'm second overall. So that is damn good. I'm super happy. If I took this team into the season with me, I would just be pleased as punch. That would be amazing. Um, and, and so let's, uh, yeah, I mean, Geez, there's nothing else to say. Uh, we've got a great team here. Tom Brady's our quarterback. Cook and Dobbins are our running backs. Deontay Johnson, Cooper Cup, wide receivers. Darren Waller, tight end. Uh, we've got James Robinson here in the flex. They put Robinson in the flex. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers is our defense. And then we got Chark, Connor, Murray, McKissick, Gage, and Williams on our bench. I have no complaints. That is a great roster. And, and, uh, uh, hold on, I'm just going to pause this for one second. I'll be right back. Okay, so here's the team on my app. And of course, I've been stressing this. I, I even did a, a podcast a couple days ago 
about why you shouldn't draft injured players. And what did I do? I drafted two injured players. James Conner and Tom Brady both have the injury designation. In a normal live draft, I would not do that. But uh, I, I, I love the upside of this team. Look at this. Cook, Dobbins, Waller, all upward trend players. Oh, and Brady, upward trend. Uh, Cooper Cup, bounce back player. Deontay Johnson, DJ Chark, and Russell Gage, all contract year players. Only one regression player, that's James Robinson. That's just because we got a bargain on him uh, that I took him because um, he was not supposed to be available in that round. Uh, but again, he was taken as our third running back. Um, so again, he's a, he's a flex option. Uh, and and I think I have a number of flex options, especially with uh, James Conner also being on this team uh, to help to help carry me through. Uh, got some nice late round guys. I got the the handcuff to uh, Alvin Kamara. I got the handcuff to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I got the Steelers defense, one of the best defenses in the league. Um, this is ha- I'm shoot I'm just pleased as punch at this uh, at at this team. I've got I got six players with top sixty value. That's pretty darn good. I'm, I'm, I, I like to get six with top 50 value, but it didn't happen. It's going to be harder this year. Um, last year, it was something that was available. This year, not seeing it too much. But, uh, you know, again, I love the idea of going third-round tight end. I think it's, I think it's the, the strategy you need to use this year just because the, the positional advantage you get on that, on that position is so significant um, that it makes up for whatever you're giving up as a third round pick. And in, in my case, it would probably be a third running back. You know, I mean, would I consider this team any stronger if I had Miles Sanders in here as my third running back and then maybe, um, you know, Logan Thomas as my tight end? I wouldn't. I would not feel any better about that team. In fact, I, I probably feel a little bit worse. So that's kind of the strategy I'm doing. And, and you can either go running back, running back, and then take your tight end, or you can go running back, wide receiver, and then take the tight end. Um, Darren Waller should be available in the third round. I think um, the only time you'd have to take maybe consider taking Waller in the second round is if you pick late, you know, if you're like 11th or 12th, because I doubt that, you know, when when you look at coming back on the end of the end of the third round uh, from that draft position, that could be an issue. But again, I I very much like this. I love that we waited to take Tom Brady till the eighth round. Again, I think we could have waited even longer um, and I would have been just as happy if I got Ryan Tannehill or Matthew Stafford or even ended up with Trevor Lawrence, um, you know. But it's not like we passed up on a ton to take Tom Brady on that round. Uh, but uh, overall, very good draft. I'm super happy, and um, and that's how you do it. So that's that's my app. That's an introduction to my app for this season. That's how it works. Again, it's a tool. You use it in parallel with a live draft and you're just as you're waiting for your next pick you're just jumping between the two you're going to your you're going to the app you're seeing what players uh what players do i like does the app like for this round yeah you set them up on your queue and then also any queued players from prior rounds you know players that you like from prior rounds those those queued players if they don't get taken, they'll still be on your queue. So you'll know, know to take them. Um, that's something that's, that's very important. So, um, but anyway, that's it. That's how it works. Thank you very much for watching. Let me know what you think of this team. Did you think I made any mistakes with my picks? I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. I, I, I think, uh, you know, I think, I, I think this team is a relatively low risk team. Um, I got, you know, I, I'm, I'm just happy with how it turned out, but let me know what you think. 
And uh, of course, we'll be doing this every week now. We'll be trying some crazy strategies too. Try, try some, you know, try, try a bi-week strategy draft. We'll try a youth movement draft. There's a whole bunch that we can do here using the app to kind of filter out the kind of players we want to get rid of. So um, anyway, thank you very much for watching. I do appreciate it. Have yourself a great day and we will talk again soon.